Welcome to VDARE Radio. I'm your host, Virginia Dare. The most powerful political actor in the West is the mainstream media. The so-called free press likes to pretend it speaks truth to power, but it speaks power to truth. If you defy the establishment consensus, the MSM will attack you like a swarm of bees. The late Joe Sobern used to call it the hive because of how coordinated and monolithic it seemed. The job of the journalist, in short, is to enforce conformity. For people who are trying to break into journalism, or who want to get a pat on the head from reporters, there's one particularly immoral tactic that we see more and more often. That is, selling out people you know, or people you used to know, to journalists for a hit piece. There is nothing lower. Even Joseph Stalin reportedly referred to a boy who sold out his father to communist commissars as swine. The term applies today for those who feed friends, family, and co-workers to the media smear machine. One such person is Anna Silman. She decided to pen a lazily written smear of Faith Goldie entitled, We Thought We Knew Faith Until We Didn't and called her a, quote, white nationalist poster girl, end quote. There are the attacks on her appearance that would be called offensive if directed against liberal women, and the shrill denunciation of her, quote, hate-based fame. There's one reaction that I found especially interesting. Silman quotes one unnamed person, supposedly a former classmate of Faith's, that said when he or she found out, quote, I felt dizzy, like the world was spinning sick to my stomach. Imagine having a physical reaction because someone you used to know has different political beliefs. When egalitarianism becomes your religion and your source of meaning, anyone who breaks away from it becomes a threat to your very psychological health. I'm reminded of a quote from St. Anthony the Great who said, A time is coming when men will go mad, and when they see someone who is not mad, they will attack him, saying, you are mad. You are not like us. The unspoken premise in all these sorts of articles is that the system somehow failed, that if only the indoctrination had been conducted the right way, or if the brainwashing had been sufficiently intense, no one could have broken away. So such articles are an attempt to explain someone else, to fix them. Quote, people who become extremists generally have a fragile sense of identity, end quote, the author sneers. Quote, the way Faith threw herself into Catholicism when her mom got sick may have indicated a hunger for new ideologies, end quote. Something tells me this is a projection. Consider how extreme the so-called mainstream media is during the Trump years. Consider how even according to the mainstream media itself, people are falling into depression or having psychological issues because of the political beliefs of others. Every day is some new hysteria. Every month we have some new moral panic to hyperventilate about. Just check your Facebook feed or Twitter to see people having absolute mental breakdowns because President Trump said something, or some, quote, far-right person, won another election. Contrast that to how we soldier on under overwhelming mainstream media attacks day after day after day. These people couldn't handle what we put up with for an hour. It's closer to the mark to say that many people today don't have a real identity aside from whatever programming the media gives them. The NPC meme 
joking that many people are like non-playable characters from video games contains a bit of truth. A person with a real identity has an irreducible core that can't simply be programmed out of them by media attention. People with a more fragile sense of identity are those whose loves and hates are dependent on clickbait articles written by people they don't even know. Thus, when Stillman confronts Goldie, she, quote, asked how she felt about all those who had once loved her and were now sickened by the things she said, end quote. I'd suggest that if they honestly felt sickened, this reflects a psychological issue, a fear of being perceived as out of step with the media narrative. They are the ones with issues about identity. Something as deep as love shouldn't be dependent on journalists' opinions. Faith Goldie did nothing wrong. And even if you disagree, you have to acknowledge that unlike her critics, she's a real person with identity and integrity. That's why they want to shut her up. I'm Virginia Dare, and we'll talk again soon.